And welcome, everybody. Hello. It's Jupiter time. I'm kidding. But, well, maybe partially. (laughs) Virginia's laughing. Anyway. Um, we were talking about our charts here and what Ju- how Jupiter's are affecting us and other things like that. But anyway, today is going to be a little different because before this was a rather hellacious sort of experience that I had. And it was a couple of weeks ago. It started around February 1st. You know, this is a new tenancy in the building with a new woman who was pretty nice, I thought. And uh, four days after that, she turned around and her dark side came out. And so... I had to move twice in one month. Wasn't that interesting? But anyway, um, I feel like it's given me a lot of energy and a lot of support. But uh, we're going to be talking about that. And Virginia also has some issues she wants to talk about, too. She's had some heavy stuff. And um, it seems like what we're going to talk about here are are issues of abuse. Abuse, seemingly they're something else. It doesn't seem like they're actually abuse when it's all verbal and, you know, but I had a friend, Susan, one of my best friends, or is my best friend. She said, you know, you were subjugate, you were basic domestic violence here. And I just thought, whoa, I had to go from over here to over here to take that leap over to realize what, what it was was happening. So the other day I was talking to Virginia online and I said, we're, I'm doing this show and I want to show how abuse shows up in ways we don't expect. You know, we call it something else because we don't want to really want to see how, what's really happening with it. But there's there's abuse and it can be in the twisted, weirdest sort of relationships. And I think we're going to be talking about that. I know Virginia is and I'm going to talk about my situation, too. And also the, the capper ending, which has been my Jupiter week. <laughs> it's been really a wild thing. But it seems to me that Jupiter first deals a really heavy blow to you. Don't you think, Virginia? It can do that. It can because it's expansive. It's bigger, bigger is better Jupiter. So it could be bigger, bad stuff as yeah, well. Right? That's right. You know, I thought it was just so um, after I, I had gotten away from that, what I call relationship, but it wasn't a relationship. It was two friends slash roommates. And, you know, and it just suddenly went really bad. And when I left and that was the last move I had, I went straight to hotel and I went to sleep for three days or more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still doing it, actually, because I'm I'm getting tired easier, and I felt like I just wanted to close up and not say anything to anybody, and it was a real retreat from everybody, but I started to come out of it a few, a few days. Oh, I don't want to give the whole story before the show's over, heaven's sake, what am I doing? Anyway, so let's talk a little bit more about that after we're going to be talking about the brand new Supreme Court Justice. Her name is Ketanji Brown-Jackson. We have a partial chart. We just have the sun and the moon and no rising sign because there's no time of birth recorded. But she has an interesting chart anyway. And what I expected was going to be there, I think it was pretty, you know, mostly Virgo. (laughs) Born in Washington, D.C. That pretty much says it right all. She's really in service to everybody. So we're going to be talking about her right after the break. So when we get back with Virginia Bell, we're going to be talking about her. And then we're going to talk about this weird stuff that... Both of us, I think, have been through. So (laughs) she's laughing over there. Anyway, so we'll be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. (laughs) 
Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. And this is the celebrity of the week. And we've got on her, how do you say that word? Contagi, I think, Brown Jackson. And her birthday is September 15th, 1971, I do believe. She's born in Washington, D.C., and I just happened to notice something just as we were coming back in. Her son is at 22 Virgo, and where's Neptune right now? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it must be on cloud nine or cloud 10 at least, but you know, it's, it seems this is a, you know, a huge, huge shift for her making that leap, and she, a lot of people have faith in her, obviously. So, and that's good. She's very articulate, very, seems very energetic, and that's wonderful. But she's got Neptune opposed most of these planets over here, you know, and in Virgo. So what comes to mind for you, Ms. Virginia? Well, first of all, look at that uh, Sun-Pluto conjunction. Yeah, that's something, isn't it? Uh, I mean, uh, what did Jack Nicholson say? You want to know the truth, but you can't handle the truth. You know, he had Pluto <laughs> rising. Uh, <laughs> but that's that's very powerful. Mm-hmm. It's not easy to own, in no. a sense. You know, people who have, like Martin Luther King Jr., Jimmy Carter, Robert De Niro, Madonna, um, you know, your identity is inherently Pluto, Plutonian. Yeah. There's an intensity there rather than, you know, gentleness. The Sun Pluto person um, is powerful, compelling psychological need for strong relationships. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I do agree with that. Um, and the Mercury also, Mercury there in Virgo, that's a lot of Virgo. Yes, it is a lot. Yeah. It is a lot for one person. Uh, Plus the Pluto, too. Yeah. And Pluto, yeah. And Mars and Mars in um, Virgo also, the tyranny of perfection, so to speak. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You you know, I was thinking about, uh, I have a Pluto in conjuncting my sun, I think. Yes, part of the yod with Neptune. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah, Oh, wow. (laughs) Anyway, but... It, it and a Pluto first house too, so I keep you know what you were saying about Pluto. It is like your life doesn't look like it's yours sometimes, you know. It's like belongs to something a lot bigger than you, and mm-hmm. if if you don't do the real big stuff, you get smashed. <laughs> I think that's true. You have to use your power yeah. to change and transform the world. Yeah, I do, and that's yeah. I mean that can be a very positive thing and. Yeah, that seems, you know what what she's doing. I mean, it's not just anybody. No, you know, but uh, to have have her absolutely that's absolutely. transformative. Very much so. Yeah, and you know, you could tell in her face she's very alive. You know, it's coming out of her eyeballs. You know, and um, 
I, I just I was kind of watching her making speech, and she's so articulate. It just like knows exactly where she is, where she's going, you know. And wow. you know, I think that there are at least how many per- percentage points over whatever it is that the people out there that really know where they are and know where they're going, what they're going to be doing the rest of their life. They or have a passion in their life. You know, they're owned by something bigger than themselves, and she mm-hmm. certainly does. You know, that stellium. Yeah. 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 It's so focused and so directed. It's interesting, too, to see that Saturn right up there also in the ninth house. So that's a yeah, Saturn in, in Taurus. That That's hard working. Yes. And it's trining the Virgo, trining, you know, yeah, the Mercury yes. and the uh, Mercury, Sun and Pluto. That's There's right. a trine there from Saturn in Taurus. That's right. That's yeah. Of course, this isn't a um, a full chart. So the, that's the ninth, that, this is not a full chart. So the ninth house of placement of, of Saturn right. is not accurate. So we don't have we don't have the houses. Yeah. Yeah. But you got a lot of aspects between Saturn and her Virgo planets. And that means that's just given her an immense amount of stability. Yeah. Yeah. Um, five planets in Earth. That's half the chart. Yeah, that's right. And thank God. And half water, half uh, four in water, and only one in air. Yeah. Okay. And no fire. Now that's interesting. No fire. She seems like she's got a ton of fire, and that. Well, but do you know? But it's it's it is interesting because uh, people. Who was the the guy in the Revolutionary War? He said to he was he was the um, spark that initiated the American Revolution. Okay. He had no fire. Interesting, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's funny because I know that one of my favorite musicians doesn't have any earth in his chart, and he's very involved with earthy type projects. And I thought, well, and I also met a woman who had no water in her chart, and she had six planets in air, and she cried all the time. You know, I said, well, <laughs> you know, it's this kind of thing is if once you have it integrated into your soul and you go into the next lifetime and you don't have to do it that much means you've pretty much mastered it. That's what yeah. I keep feeling. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's also having her Chiron return. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's 52. Okay. Sure. So Chiron, her natal Chiron is at eight degrees Aries. And the Chiron, transiting Chiron, is at 10 degrees Aries. Oh. So we oftentimes we change our story at our Chiron return. Yeah. Or you it's a big time of people changing, making making a, a, a making a a whole new chapter in their life, a new right. path. Right. Uh, that's when Julia, Julia Child finally got her book published at 49. Jane Lynch, the actress, got her big break. Wow. That's so, Lorian Steinem, well, she had a health crisis, but sometimes a crisis can be part of the master plan in terms of Chiron. Yeah, it seems that way. And because um, she's now a Supreme Court justice, she will be be able to influence and make things happen. And I think I'm betting she's going to get involved with health care. I'm just betting she will with all that Virgo. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it seems like it would be. You know what's interesting, Eileen, is that um, that this week there is this uh, 
video, this documentary, uh, The Changing of the Gods. Oh. And last night I watched one of the segments and it was all about, it's all about history and astrology wow. and the and the Pluto Uranus, all the, you know, the, the conjunction, the squares, the oppositions. And but last night was all about the woman's movement, it was all oh. about the, um, the rise of of that that Me Too movement, but starting way back in the nineteen in the uh, eighteen fifty five with the okay. suffrage, right? You know, yeah. going there it was so inspiring, and um, yeah, and, and so here, and I just said the synchronicity of that that show, which has taken years to for that documentary to be made, and wow. beautifully, it's all based on. Um, a psychos, uh, who is it? The uh, Richard Tarnas, Rick oh, Tarnas, yes, yes, uh, yes, Cosmos and Psyche. It's based on his book, and there's he also speaks in, in the uh, documentary. Beautifully done, and I've seen this this whole section about the um, the women's the women's movement, right? And and that to be this week, and and to have this woman. Katanji also this week. I mean, you know, it, the synchronicity is is elegant. It's you know, elegant. That's timing. a great word. It's perfect. Yes. It's, it's very divine, really, that yeah. you bring the perfect thing in to celebrate something that's new. And you bring the right person, you bring with the right qualifications, with the right th- skill set, and wham, there she is. And she's going to be a real leader in this stuff. She really will yeah. be. Yeah, she's being an icon, you know, for what is needing to be said. And um, it's fabulous. It really isn't. You know, with every time we go through a major, huge, cataclysmic thing, like the Ukraine and Russian people, mm-hmm. there's going to be something that's going to take this into a, something different. And I can already see it happening, you know. It's, it's basically the empowerment of Ukraine, because mm. nobody wants to have anything to do with Putin anymore. And, I mean, I right. did Putin last week on the show. I really didn't uh, want to, but I did. I looked at him and went, oh, God. Well, I'm sure you've looked at his chart. All that Libra, it's amazing, huh? Yeah, like, it is. Was it and, Libra? Yeah, Libra in the 12th house, too. Yeah. He's got all that hidden, you know, all that nice, you know. No, I'm nice. no but and Scorpio I, but, rising, too. Yeah. Yes, and, of course, uh, Pluto right down to midheaven. Yeah, so what do you do about this? All the hidden stuff. He's keeping it all behind the box, you know. And um, it was kind of, I was doing it and talking about him yesterday, or last week, and I said, you know, if he's doing, he's playing on the left side of the field, it's really doing it on the right. You know, it's, <laughs> it's so misleading, you know. And uh, everybody's kind of, everybody's got all their eyeballs glued on him. What's he going to do next? What is he gonna, nobody knows what he's going to do next. Not until right. he, he does it, not even even past the point when he's he doesn't know anymore. And he says, well, I just improvised, <laughs> you know, and we don't know because he's kind of he's kind of taking it by ear on some levels, you know, but he's been saving it up for a long time. Yep. Yep. He's been taking all sorts of getting money and, and different things and 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 he's been stockpiling all this stuff you know the people talking about all the things that are happened financially to him he does not worry because he's already prepared for that so it's that's why it's really hard to kind of you know um try to figure out what exactly he's going to do at any given time so anyway this i mean i think that she's coming in at a good time 
It was a really good time. Absolutely. No accidents uh -uh. there. No, there never usually is an accident. So unless, of course, you went and lived with a woman who really loves kittens, and I took took hold of that kitten. I, oh. I, I didn't take a hold of her, but I took her into my room and had lots of snuggles. But she didn't like that much. She was very jealous, you know, and that's kind of when it all started. And, ah. and then she said, no, I don't want you to touch her. I went, really? She says, and by the way, I have my little... um my alarm system here in the house that I can see whatever you're doing. So I went, oh, well, that's Gosh, a, that's scary. Yes, it was very scary. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that just in case she's listening, which I doubt she is. But, you know, um, it, it was very, it was abusive. There's no doubt of it. And when, when I was saying stuff that, or talking to her, or doing something in the house that she didn't like, she talked through the microphone system says I don't like what you're doing Eileen <gasps> scream okay gotta take a break so anyway I have to take a break there because we gotta do that so anyway okay so when we get back we're gonna have some more with Miss Virginia Bell and our topic today which is about abuse but from weird people okay this is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW alternative talk radio <laughs> Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to NewProSupplements.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, February 27th, it's an encore edition of Animal World. Tune in to hear my last show with Walter Stoffel, author of Lance, A Spirit Unbroken, and the second show in my Teach You Everything I Know About Dog Behavior series. We'll pick up the series March 13th, so listen to catch up. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Organic, free-range, and fresh daily. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the... <laughs> what show was this? Anyway, welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on... Today's KK. show is powered by Neptune. Oh, thanks. <laughs> he always does that. He's so cute. Anyway, um, we're doing some stuff today on relationships that seemingly start off okay and then they don't they go a place where you had never planned it to go even though a relationship could be any type of a relationship man woman 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 man man whatever it is is it is about a, one person taking control of the other person and this is what happened with, with me and a person that I lived with for a very short amount of time I don't want to go into the details I just went into one of the worst ones about the cat but um, I, I haven't, I've had to relive or actually go through the withdrawal from that in the last couple of weeks. So I went to a hotel, and I'm still at a hotel. I'm moving around. I'm becoming a bohemian woman. <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah, I was down at Tacoma last week, and this week I was there for two weeks. And then this time I'm up at SeaTac Airport. So I'm moving around the area. <laughs> it's kind of fun. This is my Jupiter stuff taking. I'm becoming, you know, a nomad or something. But I just don't even want to have an apartment yet. I don't want to get anything. I just want to move around. 
where does that come from? <laughs> I mean, this is never something I've ever done before, you know, and it feels really risky for me, and yet it feels like so much fun. <laughs> what What is that? How, what do you make out of that? Hello. Well, <laughs> um, I think, you know, you're, when I look at your chart, I'm looking at that um, your your son going into the, well, your son went into the 11th house actually last year, oh. but your son by progression will be going into Gemini May 25th of this year. Ooh. That's huge, Eileen. That is huge. It's as if you are ending an old chapter of your life. Absolutely. That, yeah. You know, I always remember um, Stephen Forrest saying when the, the deepest, most powerful um, progression, the, the, the deepest thing that can happen in your chart is when your son changes a sign or house. There is yeah. nothing more profound. I agree. I totally you know? agree. So yeah. this, your son moving into Gemini, to me, that, that is, that, that's enormous, you know, um, that's one chapter. And then, you know, you have your progressed ascendant moving into Libra. Oh my December, gosh, when does that happen? December 13th, 2022. Wow. You have your progressed midheaven moving into Cancer, oh. December 13th, 22. These progressions are, it's, it's just like a chapter is complete. Yeah. And there's, this is, there's a new life. Yeah. And your progressed moon, by the way, your progressed moon, which is in, uh, will be going into Taurus. Right. July 31st of wow. this year. It's this whole year. There's tons of big changes. I remember, it was 29 years ago now, I went for my very first astrology reading, and I was talking, it was Laura Gerking who did this one, and um, Laura was saying, oh, we're looking at my chart, and she says, well, I guess we're done. She says, oh, wait a minute. Whoa, sounding like a horsey. Anyway, um, she said, your progressed son is changing signs into Taurus. You know, and I said, wowee, is that good? And she says, it's huge. And I said, now it's changing again. I'm coming yeah, around it, full circle. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah your, your son, of course, your natal son in, in Gemini, uh -huh. I mean, in, in Pisces, Pisces, sorry. But then you went, you know, the progressed sun moving one degree a year. Right. It went right. into Aries when you were about eight years old. Okay, yeah. Right. Yeah, and so then it went into, for, you know, into uh, Aries for 30 years, then Taurus for now 29 years right right when i started astrology yeah. yeah oh interesting yeah astrology works and so going into the sign of gemini um that's that's pretty pretty intense it, so to me it's like you're this is very what you've been going through and moving around something is moving around i mean you're moving yes i mean on, yeah. on many levels physical levels but also emotional levels yes. as well I do. And everybody's asking me, well, hi, why haven't you found a place yet? You know, you could. There was a lot of opportunities. I said, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I follow, you know, listen to your body. Listen to your heart. Yeah, it's That's, true. That is the best uh, advice I've ever gotten. The, the mind is a dangerous neighborhood, right? Yeah, Never go in true. there alone. Yeah, right. so, uh, <laughs> as they say in AA. That's um, funny. But you're in kind of in the hallway. Yeah. You know, one door closes, another one opens, but it's hell in the hallway. Yeah. But I like to say it's holy in the hallway. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Because waiting 
taking your time is highly unpopular. Right. But we need that. Sometimes we we don't need to rush into something. Mm -mm. You need to marinate here. Yeah. (laughs) You have such good phrases. (laughs) <laughs> They're really good. And, and look, your moon, your moon, in the tenth house. I yeah. mean, it moved in there in, in November of last year, oh. and of course now in in July it'll go into Taurus. But the tenth house, see that that is the the top of your chart. That's the the house of your mission, your calling. Mm-hmm. And this is a time when you know often when the moon is in the tenth house. It's a oh. time you're ready to give your gift to the world. Right. Uh, and the world's ready to receive it. That's not always true. Sometimes we have a project, we want to bring it out in the world, right. and no one's responding. Other times we have opportunities, but we're not ready. Yes, but yes. The moon, by progression, is in the 10th house. Now, when, did it, ready... go, when did it go in the 10th house again? Sorry it about that. It went into the 10th house. The moon went into the 10th house in July. July um, no, November 21st, 21. So it's just Oh, a few that's just ago. about yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow. And that's what's happening right now with I just got a job. <laughs> I got a job to read in one of the best metaphysical shops in the whole state. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. I I interviewed for it the other day. And she says you're just so great. She interviewed me for an hour and a half, which is the longest, you know, the longest one she's ever done with a person she was intending to hire, but we just couldn't stop talking. <laughs> so, wow, I couldn't great. stop talking. I'm going into Gemini now, you know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. And I've been feeling like I got to get my second book done. And I had, and I was realizing it about this thing with this, the progress sun. I thought, well, when am I going to get this? I felt like I was sluggishly moving through stuff. And then I thought, I'll just wait till my progress on goes into Gemini, then I'll fix it, you know? Yeah, because almost, and, and the, the moon, by the way, the moon being in late Aries about to go into Taurus, it's behind the sun. So in a way, this is a balsamic period. Yeah. There are right. a lot of things that are opening up, but there's also a lot of things that need to be completed. Yes, I agree. Yeah. And I think that this thing that happened with uh this person i just had was a finishing up i just had that suspicion i said why am i having such this catastrophic drama i said this is from your past that's what i heard my past mm. i was trying to listen i didn't ever have i don't think i ever had any sort of cathartic type of relationship with anybody where i was this except for an old boyfriend that was about 30 years ago but um but this really felt like i was finishing something up that's what it felt like when I was even in the middle well, that, of it. That makes sense yeah. with the with the progressed sun at the at twenty nine degrees. The next degree is zero. Right. And I've heard or read somewhere when the sun by progression is at twenty nine degrees. That is very powerful because that's the last degree of the sign. Right. Right. And 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 stuff happens. Yeah. Stuff right. happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and, and some things, that it, it's like whatever this last 29 years have been, this is, is coming to completion. Right. You're yeah. ending a chapter. But the 29 degree is powerful. At what degree 29. is it now? About 29? It's at 29. Oh, God. Okay. 29 degrees and um, 46 minutes. Wow. That's so just coming all- right up. Yeah. Yeah, it it will be in Gemini in May, May twenty fifth. 
in the sign in the in the time of Gemini. Oh, oh. In the season of Gemini. Oh, that's not that's right. It would be. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Double Gemini. Mm-hmm. So wow. Thank you very much for looking at that. And I had a feeling there was some things going on in the progress chart that were, you know, about ready to click over to the next sign, but I had no idea it was that much. Wow. But and then the, your progress moon will catch up to the progress sun in mm-hmm. 25. Now that's three um, years from now, but that will be a progress new moon. Yes. That's and right. that's totally new beginning. Right mm-hmm. now it's a balsamic phase. It's like an ending of, yeah. you know, right. this chapter. Yes. Right. Wow. That's a big, that's a, that's a load. <laughs> <They released. sighs> I actually, it's wonderful to feel like, um, I think that Jupiter, I have to take a break here in a second, but Jupiter has been um, a catalyst in all this. It's, it's mm. you know what I mean? It's, yeah. br- it's bringing stuff that, that I would literally see are, is Jupiterian, you know, right. and um, especially this last week, it's been extraordinary. So anyway, okay, we're going to take a break. And what I want to do is talk about your chart, what your events have been. Oh, okay. Okay. So (laughs) we will be right back here with the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read from Ms. Wanda Buckner, and she's a pet psychic. So Wanda Buckner is a gifted healer animal communicator and psychic and these are two of her favorite reviews from clients she says i'm forever grateful on being able to heal through my sessions with wanda they have been truly life-changing life-saving they deal with they dealt with the substance of my life and could i can't read here hang on a minute i'll pull my glasses up. oh now i can okay substance could not be accessed any other way in regard to Wanda's animal work, Wanda has been nothing but short of a gift. Her ability to communicate with animals is amazing. We she does, we do so credibly. It does so credibly well for her, and in her gift and her her, and she works with her dogs too. By the way, which is she's got beautiful dogs. So if you want to set up an appointment or you want a complimentary consultation, to call. Wanda's office, that's Wanda, W-A-N-D-A-S, office at gmail.com. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed astrologer Christopher Renstrom with the significance of current planetary alignments. And we'll read your horoscope. On Saturday, Mary Beckman sits in the guest host seat for a discussion on agreeing to disagree with Mosey Mae Huggings and Aaron Twinbear Houtman. Bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. On the path to good health and well-being, Alternative Talk 1150 is the station for you. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And with me today is Virginia Bell from New York City. And we've been talking about, I've been talking about, but we've been kind of doing both of us at the same time about sort of traumatic situations that maybe we wouldn't have thought would have been that kind of trauma that has, that resembles domestic violence or domestic things or some kind of violence to either you or the other person, but it comes up in a completely different way. So what was your example that you had? 
Well, first of all, I'm a double Taurus in the eighth house, trying to be cozy in the chaos. I you couldn't have it. avoided it. <laughs> you couldn't have avoided it. Well, I was yeah, born, yeah, smelling the wounds and not the roses, you know, so to speak, with uh, Taurus with, uh, in the eighth house. But I saw this coming for a year and a half where Saturn would be squaring my sun and Uranus would be sitting on it. Okay. Uranus coming to the sun is fabulous, but not with Saturn's throwing the party. So I knew something was going to be happening. And then at one point this summer past uh, last year, I picked up this very heavy uh, statue to clean behind it. And I ended up putting it back on the shelf. And then I, next day I couldn't move my neck. That was I found an incredible physical therapist yeah. and uh, put it back together better than ever. And uh, but that was only the hors d'oeuvres of this crisis. Believe me, uh, that was I thought. Well, that wasn't terrible, you know. But, <laughs> yes, but and then, then you started making the association of having neck pains as Taurus, right? Well, yeah, uh, but it, but he he's been great. The, the physical therapist, but here's what happened. I was out in East Hampton on Long Island visiting a, a friend of mine. And I came back after the weekend and I'm working on a book project with another friend. And I said to her, what do you think this, uh, I have a bite on my stomach and maybe it's a spider bite. And she looked at it and she said, Virginia, that's a tick. Ooh. Oh my God, I, we got, I got it out. And uh, then she drove me to one of these, um, you know, these uh, not hospitals, but walk-in places yeah and uh, the doctor was great she said oh you you know you got the tick out you'll be fine and so forth but uh i said what about a blood test she said oh you have to wait a couple weeks uh so okay so i went and um i made an appointment with my regular doctor who i haven't seen in seven years because i'm never sick yeah and um and then she said, oh, you don't have Lyme disease. And, you know, but while you're here, let me check you out because you haven't been here for a while. And she found a lump in my breast. So this was now in in um, in July. It was August. Yeah. And then I get a call from the doctor and she said, uh, well, good news, bad news. You know that the lump is, is cancerous, but, you know, you're not going to die from it. Mm-hmm. And. I've never, I almost have never been sick in my life. Mm -hmm. But at that moment, I said to myself, and this is certainly not, you know, um, not, well, in a way traumatic, but um, in a a different way from your story. But I said to myself at that point, I'm going to be happy with this. I am going to milk this for all it's worth. I am going to grow from it. I'm going to change whatever. And um, that's exactly what happened. You know, I, I owned a restaurant, uh, one of the first natural foods restaurant in, in New York for 20 years. So I am vegetarian. I, you know, I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't, you know, I'm as healthy as I eat as healthy as, as I can. And um, but but because of this, I went to a whole other level. Wow. Beyond, I thought I knew about health. This was nothing. The, the turkey tail mushroom capsules, the frankincense for the breast, the, you know, the curcumin, the, the, the turmeric, all of these amazing supplements. And I think I am better, healthier now than I've ever been. Wow. And the whole experience was, I can't explain it. It was fabulous. Well, it was the trauma thing that got you into yeah. the self healing this finding it really right. out about your own health 
and and the 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 tick I call that a sacred tick. I if I hadn't gotten that tick, I wouldn't have gone to the doctor. Right, no reason. Too bad you don't so, still have them. Have them in a frame or something. Pardon? No, <laughs> so I didn't. Want to get but but um, so I, it was a really good lesson for me that yeah. even with something, even a tragedy can be part of the master plan. Yeah, basically. Now I have now I have Uranus coming to my moon, Ooh. so this is not going to be over for another year. No, but you can, yeah, you can look forward to the fun. It'll be yeah. fun. It'll be fun. But yeah. I I'm gonna I'll, I'll, hopefully I'll you know I'll make it work and see what happens. But the uh, the surgery I mean everything just went so beautifully and wow. easily I, I couldn't believe it you know. Talk about changing your own reality on that. yeah yeah. And yeah. I I've, I've never had an experience with cancer. I know one in my family, so it was like totally Uranus unexpected. Right. Right. Out of the blue. So I'm hopefully Uranus is coming in a month or so to my son without Saturn throwing the party. So hopefully there, there'll be something good, something pleasant, unexpected. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I remember my dad who had son Uranus conjunction in Pisces and, um, he had that natally? Yeah, sure did. Oh, God, that's kind of brilliant. It, well, it was. He, you should have seen the stuff he used to design, boats and everything. You know, he was brilliant in that, both of those things. But um, he had this quirky sense of humor, naturally, um, in Mercury and Aquarius. And every time he got with money. Oh, that's a beautiful placement for Mercury. Oh, as in the fifth house, too. So as his oh. son was also in the fifth house extremely creative he built boats and he also designed things for boeing you know for airplanes he has an aeron- wow. had an aeronautical engineering degree so he was very creative even though it was very scientifically creative type of thing but he was really good at it but um he would always do stuff that was pretty unexpected <laughs> I remember, I just remembered something from my childhood. This is my, my grandfather, who was my, my mother's, my mother's father, her mother's, yes, well, anyway, the grandparents, her parents, my grandparents, they moved into this beautiful, beautiful house, and it was in a big, tall um, high-rise in Vancouver, B.C. That's the best place you'd ever find a high-rise there. And so, um so he was moved into this, you know, this old age home. And, and we were, the first night we were there, we, um, we invited the whole family over. This is how, this is how Aquarius does this. It seems like everybody, <laughs> everybody's going to have a bad time because, you know, grandfather's in the, in the old age home and we'll just have to sit and mourn him. Well, we didn't. <laughs> with an Aquarian with <laughs> Oh, I mean, you know, you're talking about, okay, who can we get over here? Okay, we'll get, you know, Mark and Jim over. We'll get this guy. And I had about 15 people in the house. And everybody was laughing and giggling. And then I think it was my uncle. Or it was my dad that did this. There was one uncle and aunt of my mother's was there. And they were very conservative. And they're sitting there in a kind of a round setting there. And here comes my dad. He walks in. And he takes, he calls his gaunchies, which is his underwear. And he threw them out in the middle of the room. And the whole place lost it. You know, <laughs> so funny and they just sat there went oh dear you know oh my gosh that's just too much but um that is a total Aquarius play light motif you know yeah. to set something so off course and yeah. so hysterically funny that's what made my dad wonderful he was so funny 
you know, and even oh, though he was sounds a Pisces, like a great guy, Eileen. He was a great guy. He was fabulous. He was handsome. He was a great singer. And, you know, and, and by the way, he will be. Oh, it's interesting. It's timing and timing and timing on March 5th, which is next week, I think. Oh, wow. March 5th, it'll be his 100th year birthday. Wow. Yeah. And you're yeah. so musical yourself. Yeah. yeah. We went, we were in the same productions together for Seattle Opera Chorus. Really? Yeah, oh. we were. We used to ride together, you know, it was fun. He was a bass, I was an alto, <laughs> you know, in the chorus. It was really fun, but we were just, we've done a lot of musical productions together, and um, we were both Pisces. Our birthdays are six days apart. So. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. And that just seems to really work. And I have a North Node in Aquarius, too. So I follow kind of my dad's footsteps in some respects. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. And with Venus conjunct the North Node. Yes, I do. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It's been very interesting. But but that time, I remember when my, my... my poor aunt and uncle just blanched when he saw this flying pair of underwear in the room. It was just so funny. Oh God! It would be a, it would be typical for our family, though. So there was a lot of humor in our house. So it was really good. So anyway, you know that kind of reminded me what you were just saying. Reminded me of that. You know the opportunity. You may have somebody who's a complete crazy nuts old person who sets everybody off, or everybody goes, "Oh, look at that black sheep! He's so cool!" And he's, you know, you can look at things so differently from it's your all experience. How, yes. It's yeah. how you perceive things. How you perceive yeah. things. It's enormously important. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So, yeah, so attitude is everything. I think. I think it is too. You know, and having somebody who who always reminds you of the funny stuff. You know, mm-hmm. and my dad was always downstairs building boats. He was designing them, building them, everything like that. And also planes. He had planes hanging from the ceiling, which explains my interest in planes because he worked for Boeing and he worked for several of the the, um, the airplane divisions. And so it, it, I think I do take more after him than I do than my mom. So mm. it's interesting. It's kind of interesting to kind of... It's always interesting to take your family situation and put an astrological lens over it and look at it through that. And you Very get, much so. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. This is fabulous. So what other type of experiences did you have that were, which you would have thought would go one way and it would not have been the most pleasant way, but it came out <laughs> smelling like a Well, rose. that was a big thing last year, you know, to have the surgery and, you know, but everything went so smoothly. And I remember... That after the surgery, um, the, one of the nurses called, see how you're, oh, just going to check how you're doing. I said, I'm great. What a great experience that was. <laughs> I think she thought I was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was so, everything was like just wonderful. Yeah. And it really changed my life. And so I don't know what's coming next, but I do have Saturn and, and Uranus um, coming, you know. Yeah. Right. This this year, and so I'll I'll, I'll let you know. You got one leg is standing right over it, you know. Yeah. Saturn and then the Uranus. I've just, had other experiences, certainly with you know I have, you know, my chart Uranus and Mercury conjunct degree and minute in in um, you know in, in Gemini. So I've had a, a lot of different experiences, oh, but I don't know exactly. Well, Uranus came over my when Uranus came over my rising sign, that was many years ago. That was oh, a wake up. Yeah. I remember that one. 
Yeah, that was pretty wild. Right? Okay, we got to take a break here. When we get back, we're going to have a little bit more with Ms. Virginia Bell. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read from Ms. Susan Bergstrom of the Medicare Exchange. Susan Bergstrom is a licensed agent in Washington and Oregon, helping certain people out, usually older people, obtain security in their lives by providing insurance that pays for their final expenses and money for transfer transitioning after a loved one dies. There's a lot of information on anything like this. Um, it's very complicated. Medicare is complicated. Everything is complicated. But she kind of makes it a lot easier. Remember when I had my first appointment about getting Medicare, and I said, no, I don't want to do this. It means I'm old. But I sat down with her. It was easy. She already had the paperwork filled out. She would already taken the questions she needed to get. And I was done. It was really easy. So um, it's fabulous. And, you know, if th- there's so many types of fa- plans and everything, and you just don't really know where to look. It's like a big pile of stuff. So anyway, Susan can really help you mine the things out that you need, and you can pretty much do it yourself at some point. Okay, so if you wish to talk to Susan about your Medicare coverage, she's just a phone call away. You can call her at 253-318-9379, or you can contact her via email at, wait a minute, www, okay, Susan S. Bergstrom at, I'm sorry, off-center here. AmericanSeniorBenefits.com. And just one more time for that email. It is uh, sbergstrom at AmericanSeniorBenefits.com. But dot com. Thank you. <laughs> this is Eileen Grimes of the Jupiter Rising Show. And did you know that I do private astrological readings? If you have issues or problems in your life that plague you, perhaps an astrological reading would be just the ticket. I've had more than 30 years experience in astrology and there isn't much I haven't seen, so I know I can help you. You can contact me at 206-816-0546 or go to EileenGrimes.com to make an appointment. Thank you very much and I'll see you soon. Bringing good vibes to the Puget Sound and the world. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I am the host, Ms. Eileen Grimes, who is an astrologer. And with us today is Ms. Virginia Bell. We're talking about all sorts of things that can go weirdly wrong or right. (laughs) I'm just including all possibilities there. But um, particularly, I think when we have something that happens in a normal domain of where domestic violence or something that is domestic violence related, it's usually a certain formula, either man or women, women and man, or whatever it is. And for me, it was a, a female roommate. And, um, and I, think, I think it for, for uh, Virginia, it was a tick. <laughs> so anyway, you just never know. Sacred tick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tick. Okay. Yes. Well, we blame anything, don't we? But anyway, so the thing about this is, is that I kept thinking, why? Why is this happening? Why? You know. And I, I, I felt scared. You know, I noticed the feeling of physically when you're scared is feeling cold, and achy. You know, and like withdrawn and shut down. And I hated that feeling. I just, it was terrible. I felt like I had to stay in the bedroom all the time and kind of guard my door. 
because she was kind of interesting. I've probably talked about her a little too much, but nobody knows who she is anyway. But, um, yeah, and I wouldn't wish it on anybody in my life, anybody. It's it's really a, a, a really, it's like being in a dungeon or something. But I think part of me thought I was exaggerating, but it really wasn't that right way. It was really felt that way. So, um that also happens to do with my stationary Uranus in my chart. You know, if I, mm-hmm. yeah, whenever I, whenever somebody has a stationary planet, it's more emphasized. It tends to take center stage in a person's life. So, and if I'm doing an, a Uranus event, it has more impact on me. So, she's looking it up. I bet. Yes, it's six. <laughs> I'm looking at. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, your your solar return is really, I think, is pretty pretty great. Yeah. With the with your sun, Jupiter and Neptune all in the ninth house, the yeah. house of Jupiter. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's this year's. That's twenty twenty two. Yeah, this year, okay. March eleventh, two thousand twenty two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And your sun and Jupiter, I mean, that's a time of expansion. Yeah. You widening know. your world, exploring, experimenting, opening yourself up to new uh new perspectives, new that's people. True. Well, yeah. And that could, again, you know, you you mentioned about your, uh, you know, perspective, your job coming up. Yeah. Uh, readings, and that's you know also can be ninth house. Yes, that's definitely ninth house. And, and that, the sun is there, and then Neptune also. Neptune conjunct the sun. Um, yeah. In the solar return, it's conjunct your sun. Actually, Neptune transiting Neptune is at twenty two, and your sun is at twenty one. Yes, it's. Keep moving, <laughs> you yeah. know, keep moving. And so I think, well, to me, the Neptune piece is about letting go of any old rigid beliefs or yeah. preconceptions, letting letting that go. That's, that's but really up there true. in the ninth house, um, yeah. more awareness, uh, you know, finding your purpose, fresh opportunities. That's a beautiful, yeah. beautiful thing. And then you've got your Mars and Pluto on the on the seventh house cusp. This is this is a powerful year. Oh, Mars and Pluto on my seventh house cusp. Oh. Um, Pluto just below. Oh, oh yeah, uh, still the seventh house place. cusp, and then Mars and Venus. Mars at four degrees of Aquarius, and Venus at five. So that in the seventh, that could be love, but it could also be creativity. Well, I hope for the creativity part. I really do, um, because you know, like yesterday, I felt like. I was riding around the car, going to my new, going from the old hotel to the new hotel, and I felt like, oh, Jupiter's in the car with me right now. I said, okay, Jupiter, let's talk. He says, okay, <laughs> and he says, well, just pretend that you're saying, I'm imagining, let's do this, you know, and let's play with this, you know. So you just imagine that something else is going. You're going some having something in your eyes that are turning into Jupiter. It was extraordinary. It was really cool. I thought I was on drugs for a moment, but, you know, uh, but it was like everything got amplified, you know, like I kept running into people yesterday that all had great senses of humor. And I told this story online. I said, well, this happened first. Saw this wonderful, you know, gal in the in the Sherry's restaurant. Then I went up to uh, something and did this. And I went to the I went to the airport so I could watch planes my favorite thing that's very Jupiterian you know oh, yeah. you know and I was watching a few planes come in and land I didn't see that many but it was good because I haven't done that for a while 
and then next I was going to here, and that I kept meeting people that were really nice, and they were all funny. You know, two guys I met in the parking lot of the other new hotel, they were both named John. I thought, how weird. He says, oh, I'm John, and I'm the other John, you know. I just thought it was a big comic routine. And he says, what did you do to your car? I said, well, it, it hit me, you know, because I have a big bang, bang on the back of the house, on the back of the car. And he wanted to know all about it, and it was a funny story with that. And he was laughing. We were all laughing. And I said, so guys, can you help me lift my stuff into my room? He says, sure, <laughs> we can do that. Let's do it. All of a sudden, it was fun to do. You know, we were just not oh. taking on just people. These guys I just met in the parking lot, you know. It was amazing. Everything really, really felt amazing. And I had one gal on, on Facebook yesterday says, just make sure you're safe. You feel safe. And I said, that's something that I never really thought of. Because um, I never felt unsafe, except for my recent situation felt pretty unsafe. And so um, so I said, yeah, yeah. And I kept that in the back of my mind. Do I feel at all threatened here by these people? No, they were great people, you know. And um, so there was experiences on a lot of levels yesterday, intuitive, you know, the connections with people from one set to another to another to another. And it was fantastic. It felt really good. And it was part of my adventure. I said, I'm having an adventure today. You know, I thought with the ninth house, depends on how you look at my chart. It's either in the eighth or the ninth house. But um, yesterday was in the ninth house, I think. So What, Jupiter or? No, my son. Oh, your son. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Here, your chart, the chart that I did, the son is in the the ninth house. Yeah, that's the um, Placidus, I think. Plastic. Yeah, plastic. Yeah, right. I do coke, and that's in the eighth house. And oh, I, but Jupiter in the eighth is great because that's other people's money. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's for this year. That's where it is right now. It's going yeah, through. So your eighth. solar return, the one that I have, I have. It's in the. It is in the ninth, but yeah. uh, the eighth is 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 great place. Jupiter is expansive. It's yeah. it's you know. Well, you know, with the eighth house, I had a couple of inheritances during my lifetime so that was oh, okay house. that makes sense yeah and so one was through my dad and then actually through his stepmother so it was all on his side so that's perfect oh, nice. i just realized that interesting so um yeah so depend on on what house system you use you get either an eighth or a ninth house son so um they're both good i like both they're both excellent yeah. yeah so um and the psychology part in the eighth house is really right up my alley too mm-hmm. but anyway so um it, it, I find that when we are going through a time where we're going some pretty heavy learning, it's like you're relearning your chart all over again. Mm, good point. Yeah, because it's it's making you focus on one particular area that I think it's time for us to go, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, two minutes. Okay, well, I got two minutes. I've got time to tell you about my new job. It's kind of fun. I didn't realize I was going to say this, but I'm going to start working at Crescent Moon gifts that's in north tacoma and i'll be doing readings there a couple of days a week maybe more we'll see how it goes but um they asked me to join up and it's probably the best metaphysical shop in all of washington state they have a lot of people that go there so i'm very excited and um i don't know maybe it's like you finally hit a time where you finally somebody notices you or something or i don't know really what got it there but it was really amazing so it's changed, and, and I was holding back not getting an apartment or getting a place to live because I had something, something I felt there was something else coming before that, and that did. So I'm going to move to North Tacoma whenever I get to do it. So 
Yeah. So it's pretty cool. So anyway, well, Virginia, this has been wonderful. We're now at one minute. Okay. means I have to speak. Hey, well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. And good luck. Thank you, you. You have the good luck because you have all that Jupiter. Oh, thank you. The best you. ahead for you, my dear. Okay. <laughs> thank you so much. And I'll get you bye back bye. on again soon. Okay. Bye. It's fun talking to you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, and then finally, let's see, what do we have here? Oh, next week. Next week we have on a new guest. His name is, oh, what is his name? Bradley Narragon. He's an uh, artist and he's an astrologer. He's from this state. So he's going to be on next week to talk about his stuff. So that's it for me. Crazy. This is a crazy show, but you can't have to help it. So we will see you all next week right here on the Jupiter Rising Show on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.